بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. When we look at the different descriptions that we have in the Quran regarding paradise itself, regarding Jannah, and we ask Allah to gather all of us and our loved ones there, not just in Jannah, which of course would be absolutely amazing, but we ask Allah for the highest level of Jannah. We ask Allah for Al-Firdaus, Amin Rabbil Alameen. It's very interesting that when you collect all these different ayat and you look at them, Allah does not only mention different tangible things as amazing and beautiful and incredible as that must be, such as, you know, think of prime real estate. Like if somebody, if they work very hard for many years and they save up a bunch of money when they're ready to retire, they may decide that, you know what, I want to go get that amazing house in the mountains that I've always wanted to have. Yes, it may be a bit expensive because of the view and this and that, but, you know, at that point, it's worth it. Prime real estate, I've been, you know, working towards it for so long. Now, I want to have that. I want to experience it. It's interesting that regarding Jannah, Allah talks about, uh, you know, elevated gardens and, and you know, the, these amazing scenes that Allah describes. Part of the reason for that is for us to feel inspired by that, that, you know, that sounds so amazing. I want to go there. If somebody, if they go on a you know vacation to Hawaii, for example, and they come back and they tell their friends and family members that, you know, this was so amazing and look at some pictures and they describe it. And, and at the end of it, they may say that as awesome, I can try to explain it to you. You just have to go and see it for yourself. I can explain to you how nice the water was and the sand and, you know, the shade and the palm trees and this and that. But the best thing is just go find out for yourself and go enjoy it, go experience it. Allah doesn't just describe, you know, the fruits of Jannah and, you know, the, these amazing tangible physical descriptions of it, which even then, at most, we can try to imagine it. But when, you know, we think of pomegranates and Jannah, we have a some type of a reference in dunya. We have, you know, pomegranates, we have anar, right, in Farsi, and in, in, in this life that we have access to, we love it, we appreciate it. What's beautiful, though, is when a person's heart is connected to the Qur'an, now when they have a pomegranate, it's not just a pomegranate, it's a reminder of Jannah. It's a reminder of, you know, this is amazing. I wonder what the pomegranates in Jannah are like. Yeah, Allah, I, I thank you for this pomegranate, and I ask you for the pomegranates in Jannah as well. All of a sudden, all of a sudden it's much more than a fruit that costed $4.99 from the store whatever the price may be. Now it's a reminder that, wow, that I, I'm thankful for this and you know, I want what's better. I want what's, what Allah has in store in Jannah. There are these tangible descriptions, but there are also intangible descriptions. Things that you can't necessarily touch and feel. For example, in Surah Al-Fatir, Allah describes people when they enter Jannah, they say, al-hazan. They thank Allah for their emotional state. This isn't necessarily something tangible. It's not a fruit specifically. It's not this amazing mansion or houses or trees or as beautiful and amazing as that is. Allah also describes intangible things, including the emotional state of the people of Jannah. Right? In this ayah, Allah says that when they enter Jannah, they say, Alhamdulillah, they thank and they praise Allah, the one who removed any and all sorrow from our hearts. Alhamdulillah, ladhi adhaba anna al-hazan. So there, there's the physical stuff to appreciate and there's also the emotional side of things to look forward to. Imagine there's no depression in Jannah, there's no anxiety, there's no worry, there's no stress, there's no debt, there's no PTSD, there's no this, that or the other. Alhamdulillah, ladhi adhaba anna al-hazan. This is supposed to motivate us that, you know, as difficult as the dunya may be, 
especially in connection with that specific thing. I want to go there because there, this pain, this challenge, this difficulty does not exist. So let me put in a little bit of effort here so I can go there. The last thing that I'll mention, and this, this is something that it always stands out to me, it's very interesting that Allah also describes things socially and how people talk in Jannah. Not necessarily regarding what they're going to sound like regarding their voices, you're not going to hear any foul speech about anything from anyone ever. Right? There's no lying in Jannah, there's no vain talk in Jannah, there's no gossiping in Jannah, there's no backbiting, no slander, no none of that. So even socially, everyone is 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 on the same page. No one is, you know, secretly saying something about someone or you know, talking out of the side of their mouth regarding that person or this or that. That does not exist in Jannah. So if we want to get there. Right, illa qilan salam and salama. Right, this place where just even socially everything is peaceful and happy and joyous. It, it sounds like a vacation on top of a vacation, not just an amazing scene, right? Because someone may go to whatever, some hotel or some beach, and then someone is rude to them. But in Jannah, you have the best of both worlds, of you know, whatever, from every angle, it's beyond amazing, including socially. So, what can I do now? To, to try to show Allah that I care about wanting to go to that place where people don't say anything bad, I should try to prepare my tongue in dunya to show Allah that I and my tongue want to end up in Jannah in the Akhirah. So we have a beautiful hadith from the Prophet. It's very short, but very, very profound, especially when it's practiced properly. And there can be tragic experiences when it's completely ignored. The Prophet taught us that whoever believes in Allah in the last day, we all know this. Let them say what's good or remain silent. Right. The intention should be, I want to practice that now because Jannah is not free. So if I want to qualify to make it there where people only use their tongues in good ways, let me prepare now. Let me put in that work now to show Allah that I care about going there. Let me try to practice this concept now to show Allah that I, I care that much. And it's a very simple concept. Your words, your tongue, it doesn't weigh that much in terms of ounces. Right? But there's a lot of good that can come from it and also a lot of bad. So let's make the intention. Reminder for myself, first and foremost, we're not talking about the next year, month, week, even 24 hours. Just for the rest of today, let's make the intention to say what's good or remain silent. We ask Allah to help us to do so.